I had the great opportunity to go to the former Soviet Union. And there I was to attend a gathering to give a shear in a place that was secret because it was outlawed at that time. You weren't allowed to teach, you weren't allowed to learn Torah. And I went. It was a place in a basement and I went to one corner, I met one person, he took me to the next corner. Not even the people that were taking me knew where the final destination was. Suffice it to say, that shear that evening was unbelievable. The individual that was in charge of the shear knew that I had to be back in my hotel on time because they would watch you and they would write down everything and the police could question you. I got up promptly at 10 o'clock in order to leave so that I would be in the hotel before the curfew. The man stood by the door before I got to the door and he said to me, Od chamesh dakot? Could you do five more minutes? Od chamesh dakot? I thought to myself, these Yidin are Moisunefesh, they're self-sacrificing. What am I going to tell them? No. I sat back down. I did five minutes more. Once again, I stood up to leave. He stood by the door. Od chamesh dakot. Another five minutes. How can you refuse Yidin that are so thirsting for Torah? I sat back down. Another 15 minutes. I got up to go. He's standing by the door again. He said, I won't ask you to stay anymore, but I would like to make a Sudas Preda for you. I'd like to make a farewell meal in my little apartment, if you could please come tomorrow. I prepared to go in the morning, and I thought to myself, I want to give him a gift. They can't get anything there. I had left a sitter. I thought to myself, sitter? That would be very good for him. He could have a sitter. I'm sure he'll want it. I also had a becher, a kiddush cup. And I thought to myself, kiddush cup, I'm sure he would want it. It didn't grab me though. Then I pulled out a challah cover, white terralin with blue, blue threads on the front, a mogen david, a star with the words, Shabbos Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. That grabbed me. I put it deep into my flight bag and I went. If I could have two hours, I would explain to you what type of a suda it was. This suda was not from this world. It was something incredible. I'll never forget it. In the middle, this person went out into the kitchen, the little small kitchen, to do something. I forget what it was. And I said to him, Sasha, I have a matana. I have a present. It's for you. He looked at me. What? You never know if you're doing the right thing. I tried again. I said, Sasha, and I showed him the bag. I have a matana. It's for you. He looked at me with a strained look. Finally, I took a chance. I pushed the bag into his hand and I said, Sasha, it's a matana for you.
Sasha went, opened it up, and when he saw the white cloth with the blue mug in David and the word Shabbat Shalom, he began to cry the most tears. He took me into the small little foyer to his apartment. He showed me in between two old crumbling books on the top shelf. He took out a white paper napkin. He unfolded it and gave it to me. It was a white paper napkin with blue marker on it, a blue Mugen David, a star, with the words, Shabbat Shalom. He took my cover, put it back, and he gave to me his paper challah cover. When I walked out of that tiny apartment on that afternoon, I thought to myself, not only did the Borei not only did Hashem give to him the one gift that he probably needed the most, using that white paper napkin every week for his challah cover, but even the design in the color scheme was dictated by Hashkocha Proteus, Divine Providence. Chag Someach, Bisuros Tavos.